Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Navy Federal Credit Union. Coming up on NBA Today, don't look now, but the Knicks have the longest winning streak in the NBA. We'll relive their weekend in just a New York minute. Plus, the longest winning streak, it did belong to the Bucks until Philadelphia said enough of that. So what we learned about the Sixers in that win. And speaking of some great duels, the Daleks-Phoenix rivalry, it is back to the forefront after an absolute classic yesterday that ended in a little bit of a skirmish. We're going to get to all of that in just a minute. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Navy Federal Credit Union. We start today's show with some news. John Morant, he is currently spending time away from the Memphis Grizzlies while the NBA investigates an Instagram live video that he posted early Saturday morning. And in the video, Ja displayed what appeared to be a gun while at a nightclub. And in a statement, Ja said, quote, I take full responsibility for my actions last night. I'm sorry to my family teammates, coaches, fans, partners, the city of Memphis, and the entire Grizzlies organization for letting you down. Senior writer Ramona Shelburne is joining us now because Ramona, this issue, it really isn't yep. confined just to the NBA. What more can you tell us about a police investigation that's going on in Colorado where the incident took place? Yeah, this morning, uh, my colleague Liz Merrill and I were reporting that the Glendale Police Department in Colorado is has confirmed that the incident took place in Colorado at a, at a bar um, in Colorado. And that's important, Malika, because they are a, uh, because Colorado has different gun laws than, let's say, Los Angeles. The Grizzlies flew from from Denver to Los Angeles on Saturday. And here's the statement from the Glendale Police Department. Um, Colorado is an open carry state. So there, the gun laws there are different. However, the, the it, it's illegal to possess a firearm in Colorado if you're under the influence of alcohol. Now, you can, it, it's hard to determine whether Miranda is under the influence of alcohol here, but this is what the police department is investigating now. And this is a legal situation now as it moves forward, not just at the NBA level, but in the state of Colorado. So the, the, the police department is investigating this now, and that'll inevitably play a part in how the NBA weighs all of this. Mm -hmm. So for more on that piece, let's bring in senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski. Woj, where does the league's investigation stand today? Uh, Malika, Ramona, listen, essentially the league investigation uh, just started on Saturday. Uh, this is not the first time that they've investigated uh, allegations around John Morant with uh, a, a possible firearm. And that has been uh, part of league probes really going back a year now. Uh, and so I think for the NBA, what they're going to want to know uh, was that John Morant's gun that he was holding? Uh, was that gun on a team plane? Was it in a team facility? Was it in a locker room? You know, those are all certainly some of the questions that they're going to have as they start digging uh, into this situation with John Morant. Certainly, they're mm -hmm. going to want to know, uh, as Ramona's reporting, what the Colorado authorities are finding out. Uh, but certainly, listen, this has been for the Memphis Grizzlies and the NBA 
really uh, a series of ongoing probes around uh, conversation with John Morant and guns. And so uh, this is, while not a continuation of it, a new investigation. Uh, this is certainly information and uh, information gathering that's not new at the league office level. So Ramona, as the mm -hmm. league continues to gather this information, what, if any, precedents can Adam Silver weigh and lean on here? Well, the collective bargaining agreement is pretty clear. A player is not allowed to to possess a firearm on team on team facilities or while traveling on team business. And Adam Silver has carte blanche here. If this investigation concludes that a that is a gun, b that if it's his gun, the circumstances that he got it, the precedence here is Gilbert Arenas in 2010. Mm. David Stern suspended him indefinitely for bringing weapons to the Wizards locker room. We know that case is very different, obviously, than this John Morant case, but this will now sit with Adam Silver once that investigation is concluded and depending on what they find. Whoa, Jermona, thank you. I want to bring senior NBA writer for Anscape into this conversation, Mark Spears, because Mark, I'm curious, what are you hearing from around the league in reaction to John Moran's actions and subsequent absence from the Memphis Grizzlies? Well, I talked to guys from four different teams who have a close ear to the players. And what they were saying is the players really don't want to speak about this publicly out of respect for Ja and him being an elite player. But they also felt behind the scenes that his actions were really silly, quote unquote, from one person and wondered what was he doing and why would he do that? Uh, a couple of them said that some of the players were raising an eyebrow about Ja saying that uh, there was a, some stress going on with him in his statement. And, but they want to stay away from it, and they're certainly very worried that he's moving way too fast. Hmm. So I, I guess the question now, Ramona, is where do the Grizzlies go from here? You know, I was at the game last night with the Grizzlies and the Clippers. It was a close game. The Grizzlies had a lead. They ended up losing it in the fourth quarter. And, and it felt like a moment of normalcy, right, where they were talk, it was just about a basketball game. But the Grizzlies, when you talk to them, to the players, to the coaches, to people in their front office, they are approaching this as, a, as two ways. One, there is the support for John Morant, the person, and especially what he's going through Absolutely. as he seeks help. And two, there's the level of accountability. As Coach Taylor Jenkins said, we have to have a standard in our organization and around the league, and this is a league, as you know, 2015 participated in a series of public service announcements against gun violence. And so all of this factors into how the Grizzlies approach this, but it is, um, they, it is at least two games, and as Taylor Jenkins said, this is not really a timetable situation. So the emphasis on at least, there's no, there's no timetable for his return. Mark? Yeah, I talked to Kenyon Martin this morning, a former NBA vet, and he's like, they need a grown man in that locker room. And he's right. If you look at the, the Grizzlies locker room, they're one of only two teams in the league that don't have a player that is at least 30 years old. Kenyon also, we, we talked about Carmelo Anthony. You know, Kenyon played with him. I covered him. There are a lot of similarities between Ja and Carmelo Anthony early in his career, a lot of the issues that Carmelo had. And he ended up getting a, a honest group of people around him, family, business people, teammates, that basically told him what he was doing wrong and how to stop and move on and use basketball to be a tool for greatness. And if you look at Melo now, all the things that went on early in his career are a side note to all the great things he's done and is doing off the court. Mm. Um, you know, Melo told me once, he said, man, I wish the Nuggets had a vet with me when I first got brought there to Denver. And Kiki Vanderway actually thought about signing Lafonso Ellis 
and later regretted that he didn't have a guy like that in the locker room. Well, Memphis Grizzlies, Carmelo's a free agent. There's, this is an elite player who knows what Jaws gone through, who is higher than him in, in terms of career success. Why not bring Carmelo Anthony into that locker room, have him sit next to Ja, and help him end up making all these things a footnote by the end of his career, too. Mm. Thank you both for your reporting on this. We're going to see you both a little later in the show. Ramona, you mentioned uh, some comments from Taylor Jenkins. Everyone at home, take a listen to what he had to say last night. The focus right now is Joss taking on the responsibility to really get the help he needs to get into a better place, uh, generally speaking, but also on the flip side uh, to be in a better place to you know embrace the responsibilities and expectations as a member of this team. There's not a definitive timeline. I mean, we have said that it's going to be at least these two games. You know, we're taking it one day at a time. I mean, this is going to be an ongoing healing process. Um, so um, I, I can't comment in terms of what the exact timetable is going to be because it's really not a timetable situation. He's a resilient guy, um, tough-minded guy. So, um, you know, whenever he's ready to come back, we're going to welcome him with open arms. Yeah, I'm happy, I'm happy for whatever he decides to do, you know. Trust his judgment. Uh, he's doing what's best for him, and, you know, he's going to come back and take, take over the league again. It's clear that so many of the next steps here, right, they're going to be determined by multiple ongoing investigations. But I do want one final thought from our Vince Carter. You were the face of a franchise, Vince. What advice do you have for Ja as he continues to navigate all of this? Just to understand what that means. And, you know, I, I know he wants to, to, to live his life and do what he wants to do. And that's, it's, that's all well and good. It's just, you know, the organizations do their due diligence for a reason. They want to know when we, you know, who they're dealing with and when they give them this money, you know, will they represent their franchise in the league in the proper manner? And, uh, you know, for, for, for Ja, he just has to understand. And I think this is a wake-up call for him. And it was a wake-up call for me. You know, you go out there, you have fun, you get in altercations, you get in, you know, spats and back and forth. And I had, I was thankful that I, I had and I still have guys around me to pull me aside and like, no, they're protecting the brand. They're protecting me. Not about that. You, know, you can't do that. You can't be this way. You can't go out there about that. You can't, whatever the case may be, and make me take a step back. I'm like, man, you're going to throw this away over that? And, and, and I think right at this point for Ja, he just needs to take a step back. It's like, what am I doing? Who's around me? What guys can I have around me to do just that, to talk me off the ledge from making these mistakes? I did not have social media at the time in the beginning, but at the same time, I had voices to stop me from doing silly things. So for, for Ja, I, I just, like I say, I just, not a scared straight thing, just understanding what this means and how important it is because it's like, yes, you are a brand. You are a brand that has a lot of money behind it and don't throw away just because you want to do these things and, and not think first. Think before you act should be his motto going forward. Think about it before you act upon it. Vince, thank you so much for that perspective. Um, look, John Moran is one of my favorite people to cover in this league. He has endless potential to be the face of the NBA and I, I hope he gets help and I hope that nobody gets hurt and accountability it's such a key piece in all of this and there's still a lot to unfold here we will of course bring you the news as it continues to come up the Grizzlies they face the Lakers tomorrow at 10 o'clock Eastern right here in Los Angeles still to come though on NBA Today New York Woo! 
haven't had a big weekend of wins. Knicks fans, they look like they're, they're feeling like this is the good old days. What's been the key to their recent stretch? And can they keep it going as the playoffs inch nearer? And that Phoenix-Dallas rivalry, it was renewed over the weekend to see the least. Our crew's takeaways coming out of that one. And whether the Suns, they may be the team to beat moving forward. Hmm. Plus, there were some other unbelievable games this weekend. Win streaks toppled. Must-see game-winning shots. Overtimes galore. The biggest statement of the weekend belonged to who? Stay tuned for the answer to that one. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. NBA Today is presented by Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Brunson tied up. Finds Randall. Throws it low. Randall gets it back. Eight seconds to go. Randall on the drive. Stripped by Butler. Randall gets it back. Randall puts up a three. Knicks, Julius Randle, he hit that game winner on Friday to extend their winning streak. That was to eight games at the time, but somehow that wasn't even the highlight of the weekend for this New York team, Shanae. Emmanuel quickly, just exceptional for them because walking into Boston, we thought, oh, maybe the win streak ends here. Oh, I think a lot of people thought that, <laughs> but guess what? They've been playing different. They're showing you that it's more than just one player. It's a system change. It's a foundation change. Julius Randle had a night, but my goodness, this one belonged to Mr. Quickly. Once again, Jason Tatum going to work, kicks it back out Love to Al Horford. Swing, swing. Marcus Smart in the corner. One-point game at this point. Winding down final seconds of the fourth quarter. Tough bucket. And one side. <laughs> one regulation would not be enough. And spoiler alert, one overtime wasn't either. But it's still fun to watch Josh, watch Josh Hart since he's gone to this New York team. Just these little twists and turns. These little additions have gone a long way. He plays with hustle, but there's hustle on both sides. Al Horford hits a big shot. You know that he can do that. So important to what the Celtics team has been able to do. And then the Knicks, though, this is when you thought, is this when they're going to crumble? Absolutely not. Wave after wave, New York continued to step up. One final shot for the Celtics here to see if they can end it in this first overtime. Jason Tatum shot ball short, so guess what? Free basketball. <laughs> Let's play some basketball. <laughs> a double overtime in TD Garden. Emmanuel quickly going to work. Gets the friendly roll. Love the skip. That's so good. And the fact that he had that much energy in the second overtime. Unreal. We should have known how this was going to go. <laughs> but Jason Tatum, he's not quitting yet. Puts on the work. 
Tom Thibodeau Okay. Said, Let's hustle a little bit more. Al Horford for three. Can't quite get it to go. The Knicks win. The streak continues. Take a listen to Emmanuel quickly after the game. Man, we, we got some dogs. We got some dogs. Um, can't wait to get back, celebrate, but, you know, we're we not satisfied at all. We want to continue to get better, uh, continue to make a push down the stretch, so. Shout out, Ma! Well, Quickly's my guy, so. <laughs> no, you know, and that's, like, look, to me, you celebrate your team, you celebrate winning. Those are the things that you celebrate. I want our team to have fun, I want them to have joy, but I don't want it to get lost and I don't want it to get twisted. Winning is way more fun than fun is fun, so. Make sure we're taking care of business. <laughs> I love that from Tom Thibodeau. Jalen Brunson wasn't playing in this game, but he was tweeting Himbo Fisher, a little, a little Jimbo Fisher yeah. reference there. Himmy Fallon. <laughs> I mean, uh, oh, he's a little clever there. That is funny. Him. Him Horton. Really? <laughs> he's going to keep going. I mean, no. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> The Knicks, they have the longest winning streak in the NBA. We've said it a couple of times, but it was Emmanuel Quickly yes. that stole the show. What did you see, Shanae? I'm so glad that we can put his name into the limelight because he's an absolute joy to watch. A lot of people are talking about the career high, what, 38 points? Right. But that doesn't tell the whole story. Typically, Quick, he comes off the bench. Right. Which makes these stats that I'm about to drop even more impressive. So last night, Emmanuel Quickly killed the Celtics with his floater, his float game, making all three of his floater attempts for the season. And he's shooting what? 54% on floaters, which is fourth best in the league amongst players who have shot the ball, the floater, 100 times. So let's get a look at how he got that shot down. Yes, please. I'm telling you, he's so good. He hunts the mismatch. And shout out to all our telestrators here and producer Jaron. Look at the difference. 6'3", 190, 6'6", 236. And his name is quick for a reason. He uses the handle, the shift, the, the sort of fake pick, three guys around him, and he's able to knock down the floater. And I love it. Did you see that right there? I love it. Did you see it? Like he was <laughs> all enthusiastic shimmy. about all of his points. And quickly, he also also covered more distance than any player in the game in any game this season running almost four miles I know it was double OT but the fact that he ran and kept going and still had energy watch this play right here where he ran the entire length of the floor run in run in he's a track star okay watch help defense this is transition the drive happens he comes to contest gets the deflection and look how quick the timer is going bam Knocks it down in five seconds. Ran more than any other player so far this season. So this was a fun game because oh. I know we thought the Celtics were the heavy favorites. I did. But Knicks, Stephen A. Hey, hey, you can smile. You can smile a little Here's bit. Here's something for Stephen A. To, to pay attention to. The Knicks are only one game out, just one game out from home court advantage in the Whoa. first round of the playoffs. They also have the eighth easiest schedule remaining. So there's a reason maybe okay. to get a little bit optimistic okay. here. I want to bring Kendrick Perkins into this conversation. Kendrick, I'm going to start with you here. Hello, Vince Carter. Is this the best Knicks squad yeah. we've seen since when? Since I would have to go all the way to the Ewing days. And, I, and I'm not over-exaggerating because here's the thing. They have a foundation. And I'm not talking about the one that, that's asking for donations. I'm talking <laughs> about the one that actually have a culture and an identity. And that's what they have. We know what Julius Randle and Bronson and Quickly are going to bring on the offensive end. And we know how Tibbs didn't adjust, has adjusted his coaching style. But here's the thing about the New York Knicks. 
They have a defensive culture and presence. When I look at Mitchell Robinson and how he anchors that defense and is grabbing every rebound and challenging every shot. When I look at the the, the backcourt and Josh Hart and, and Bronson and even, even quickly at times, like they're not afraid of embarrassment. And when you have a team that's not afraid to get up into you, not afraid to be on the highlight, you're dealing with a problem if you have to force a play the Knicks. I saw so many times where Josh Hart had crowded up on Jason Tatum when he had it the ball and was hounding him. Not afraid if he was going to get his ankles broke. Not afraid if he was going to get dunked on or get hit with a step back. No, I want this moment. I'm in you. You go smell my cologne. And when the <laughs> Knicks, when you look at the Knicks and a team that played that way, that play that way, they are dangerous. And I said this before, and I'm going to double down on it. Mm -hmm. If I'm Philly, and I'm Milwaukee, and I'm the Celtics, I'm trying to stay clear of the Knicks as much as possible for us trying to reach it to the finals. I don't even want to see them, whether it's in round one, round two, or if they happen to get to the third round, the Eastern Conference Finals. I do not want to play the New York Knicks for a seven-game series. Somewhere see Stephen A. is smiling from <coughs> ear to ear. Vince Carter, what do you think? Well, yeah, and I mean, you think about two years ago, what happened to them in the playoffs. They played well in the regular season, and you thought the Knicks are going to make some noise in the playoffs, and then they had a collapse against the Atlanta Hawks. Well, it was Julius Randle who played and struggled, couldn't get make shots, couldn't get shots off, and really didn't have anybody else to 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 really help them out. If you think about it. R.J. Barrett didn't play great, but you look at them now. Not only are they guarding everything that Perk just said, but they have they have it offensively. They have Jalen Brunson who can demand double teams because he's going to post up. Picture that. But a guy who understands the, how to run the offense, run the floor, get things done, and then you bring Josh Hart, just a guy who just plays hard, yeah. gets down dirty. They have everything they need now to make noise, which they were thinking about, in my opinion, they were thinking about two years ago. We're going to fix that problem and put some pieces around there that understand how to win and play hard and buy in and look at them now. Plus, how fun would it be if we got a first-round matchup between the New York Knicks and Donovan Mitchell and the Cleveland Cavaliers? Oh, that no. would just be storybook. Even so I got the Knicks. Much fun in that one. Um, all right, I, I'm not trying to be an alarmist here, but the Celtics, it was a little bit of a tough weekend for them, right? On Friday, they blew a 28-point lead to the Nets. That's the largest blown lead by any team this season. And then on Sunday, they coughed up a 14-point lead to the Knicks. That was in the double overtime loss. The Celtics, they're now one and a half games back from the top-seeded Bucks after blowing those two double-digit leads. So, Chanae, I want to start with you here. How loud are the alarm bells? What should be sounding when we're talking about the Celtics? I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about the Celtics. Okay. They have one of the deepest teams in the NBA. They also were playing without Williams and without Brogdon, and those two guys are some of those X factors as well. Mm -hmm. um, I know this second half of the season has not been as perfect as we saw the first half, but nonetheless, I think these are the moments that they're going to look back on and say, like, hey, we still have to have that chip on our shoulder. If you watch the game, you know they competed. They actually, coming from behind, made some really huge plays where Coach Joe Mazzula lets them just go out there and play basketball. They don't call timeouts, and they have beautiful ball movement. I was like, wow, like, they think really well as a team. They have a high basketball IQ. But, yeah, it doesn't feel good that without Jalen Brunson, who everyone is saying is an all-star snub, you lose to a team and also are 0-3 against, you know, your neighbors up north. So that's not going to feel good, but Wait. maybe it will motivate them later on in the season. What's that face, Perk? But 
because <laughs> Janae said, let Say them it. play through it. Like, it was times Joe Missoula should have called the timeout. It's times throughout the course of this season, during the uh, crunch time, he should have called the timeout. But I'm very concerned. Mm. And I'm concerned because the health of Robert Williams. Like, when is yes. he going to be available to show us consistently that he could be on the floor? And Jason Tatum said it himself. He is the piece for us, us trying to complete the mission of winning it all. And now he's out right now with a hamstring injury. He's still kind of favoring that knee injury that he has. His history tells us that you really can't rely on him. And when you think about the Eastern Conference, you're thinking about Giannis, Brooke Lopez, and, and Clinton Portis with the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. And then you're thinking about big Joel and B and Philly, and it's like, can you really get past those two teams yep. alone without a healthy Robert Williams or the available Robert Williams? No. So I am concerned about the seeds. Well, and to your point, Perk, the Celtics Road, it doesn't get any easier from here because they're going to be without Jason Tatum, Robert Williams, Al Horford, all out tonight as they face the Cleveland Cavaliers. So we'll see. Well, still to come on NBA Today, can Anthony Davis lead the Lakers to the playoffs? What his dominant performance against the defending champ signaled? I mean, my goodness, this was the AD that we've all been waiting to see. And speaking of making a statement, how Philly got the best of Milwaukee, ended their win streak, what our panel says about the Sixers, you're going to want to hear that discussion. Plus, yesterday, things got a little bit testy. They did at the tail end of the Suns-Mavs thriller, so early returns on the new-look Suns, how dangerous they may be moving forward. <laughs> We're going to discuss that. Uh-oh, stay tuned. Hold me back, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by Navy Federal Credit Union. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by Navy Federal Credit Union. So over the weekend, Janae, I was gone. You were gone. I was gone. I worked the 76ers Milwaukee Bucks game on Saturday night. And you know what happened at halftime? What happened? There was this, like, it was this amazing show. It was so good that I actually picked up the phone and I called our producers. And I was like, yo. No way. We need to get this halftime act in NBA Today. And if you look at the clock right now. Okay. We're about 30-ish minutes into the show. So that's our halftime. Yes, it is. And without further ado, I want to bring for your viewing pleasure, Christian and Scooby. I don't really need at all. Never 
listen to replies, learn the lesson from the wise. You should never take advice from somebody that ain't tried. They said I wouldn't make it out alive. They told me I would never see the rise. That's why I gotta get them every time. Gotta watch them too. Don't ever say it's over. Since I came out my mama Thinking God that he never would Prove him wrong every time till it's normal Why worship legends when you know that you can't join These demons don't like me, they don't like me Likely they wanna fight me Come on, try it out, try me They put me down, but I never cried out Why me? We're from the wise Don't put worth inside somebody that ain't tried Christian, how did you get started in doing all of this? So, um, first off, thank you for having us here. This is absolutely awesome. Um, but it actually started, so I'm a fifth generation performer on my mom's side. So I started off doing kind of this like acrobatic stuff. And then I wanted a puppy when I was a kid, so we got Scooby. And then next thing you know, my dad had this idea that Scooby would already do little tricks, like the thing with his paws moving up and down. He was like, what if we put him on your back when you're doing that trick and see what happens? And he did it. And one thing led to the next, and over the years it's evolved, and we've added the basketball stuff, so that's how it started, and that's how it's continued. It, it, it was incredible Wild. to watch. I feel like I want us to try it, but we can't. I don't think I have the upper body strength to... I, what, I or, might I want to on see a you good do day, the but handstand with the dribbling, the basketball. I've been doing yoga. I can do the handstand, okay. but could you like put me through a trick if Let's that's possible? We got a surprise for you too, actually. Oh, you do? Yeah, we have a uh, baby Scooby in the house. Oh, we have baby Scooby! <laughs> oh. oh! And look, baby Scooby's wearing a jersey. What? The best jersey. He's rapping. He's rapping. And he's rapping. All right, so what is Shanae going to go through here? Right. I'm like nervous. <laughs> I'm 
We're gonna see if you can have him jump to this hoop. Okay. I feel like you got this. Oh yeah, I can do All right, this. so you'll hold this. Okay. Kind of hold a little lower for you. Okay. Oh, come this way. I got you. Here we go. Yeah! Oh my gosh! Hey! Oh, nailed it! Nailed it! Oh. One more. Yeah! <laughs> I wanna try? That, that's awesome! Oh wait. Okay, yeah, now the pressure's on. We have good chemistry, me and baby Scooby. Okay, Malika, we're just gonna get this hoop real quick. We'll bring this hoop over, and then we're gonna have you get the assist on this one. Oh, thank you, producer Greg. Okay, I have to give you the assist. This is like an alley-oop dog situation. <laughs> so Malika, we'll give you. Oh, 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 he's going for it. You can give him the assist Scoot this way, and you can just hand it to him. Okay, okay, go dunk it. Wait, one more. We want Malik. Come here, come here. Hey, <laughs> yeah, one more. We... All right, so I just hand it to him. All right. He's... Hey. Oh, Absolutely. he got high. Natural vertical. Get in there. Good job. Yay! Oh, baby yeah, Scooby. Look, one more. Oh. Hey, buddy. For the dunk contest right here. Ready? Uh, good boy, spin. Oh. oh a little Mac McClung. Mac McClung's got Mac some McClung. competition. Baby Scooby and oh, Christian, thank you so much for spending some time with us on NBA Today. Is, it, is Vince Carter your favorite player? Yes, Vince Carter is the one that actually made me fall in love with the game of basketball. So Vince, thank you for the years that I fell in love with Debo, DeMar DeRozan. Why don't you thank him yourself? We actually brought him here for oh, you. Oh Vince, you're <laughs> make me cry on national TV right now, man. <laughs> thank you. Christian, how you doing, man? That was fantastic. That was fantastic what you're doing, man. Keep it up, man. It's an honor to not only watch, but see what you're doing, man. I'm, I'm, I'm honored. Man, I'm trying not to tear up. Thank you. For, <laughs> man, that means a lot. Thank you, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll have to bring you back yeah. when Vince is awesome, in man. studio with us. You have to sign this for me, VC. For sure. Man, we got that covered for you. Thank you so we'll much, Christian. Done. Vince, we'll get it done. thank you so much. Thank you for coming for our halftime show of NBA Today, which you means... You are amazing. We have a whole second half coming up, today. We got to get into James Harden and the 76ers coming up here, not to mention Kevin Durant keeps rolling with the Phoenix Suns. Stay tuned for more NBA Today after the break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Great weekend of games on our family of networks this weekend. Bridges connects. Mikhail Bridges is blossoming in Brooklyn. Jokic in transition. Jokic has a triple double. And Denver has blown it open. You said it's been vintage James Harden tonight. Embiid, three for the lead. When you're walking into the restaurant and you see your ex with their new partner, that's what we're seeing in the Suns and Mavs game, okay? Dobson driving, getting deep, creating space, missed the shot! The Devin Booker and Dobson go face to face! You guys say you don't want everybody to be friendly, friendly. There you go, we got some smoke. Too good. There were seven games on ESPN and ABC over the weekend, and they somehow they got better and better every single game. I mean, after the Celtics collapse, we hit a Jokic triple-double, another one on Friday. And then all eyes, they turned to the Sixers and the Bucks for a star-studded ABC primetime matchup. I was lucky enough to be in the building. The Bucks 
16-game win streak. It was snapped at the hands of the Sixers. They stormed back after trailing by as many as 18 points in the third quarter alone. And then Philly scored 48 points in the fourth quarter, their most in over 50 years. That's a thanks in large part to James Harden. He dropped 19 of his 38 points in the final frame. And then Joel Embiid, he hit that go-ahead three-pointer with under 45 seconds to play. The Sixers duo became just the fifth set of teammates to each post 30 points and 10 assists in NBA history. So I want to bring Big Perk into the conversation with a smug look on his face because Philly entered the weekend <laughs> dropping three of their four previous games. Was this the biggest win mm. of the Sixers season thus far? <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. And you know what? It was a statement. It was a statement to Tristan List that he had and he left Joel and B and uh, James Harden off and I called it an atrocity. And I tried to warn the world and I said, you know what? If the 76ers are going to win, it's going to come down to James Harden outplaying Drew Holiday. And he did just that. The 76ers are legit. Make no mistake about it. When I look at him and Joel Embiid, the capability that they have of taking over a basketball game, them two alone, the 76ers are a legit title contender, and people need to put more respect on their name. Like, we need to stop just saying the Bucks and the Celtics. This is the second time, along with, we know that in order to be the man, you got to beat the man. And Joel Embiid over the last month whoop Jokic, and then he gave Giannis a spanking. So I'm just saying when we talk about the MVP conversation as well. Oh, well, they're certainly knocking on the door of that upper echelon, that top tier of the Eastern Conference. Perk, thank you. So it was a big win for the Sixers, but another meaningful game this weekend. L.A., they are continuing to fight for a chance to get into that playoff picture. Here's what happened. Remember, Steph Curry returning to action for the Warriors. LeBron James, he continues to be sidelined with a foot injury. The Lakers, they didn't trail for the final 45 minutes against the defending champions. It's largely because of Anthony Davis. Yeah. He led the way. He logged 35 points, six rebounds, five assists for the first time in a game this season. And now, look at the standings. The Lakers, they are tied with the Jazz for the 10th seed in the West. They have the highest they've been in the standings all season long. You, Ramona, yep. have been asking for this version of Anthony Davis. How can it be sustainable and how far can they get if it is? Well, I went to both Laker games this weekend. Friday against Minnesota. He had 38 points. Mm. He, had a bit, he had a handful, though, against Rudy Gobert and Nas Reed. Against the Warriors, they had no defense for right. him. And the difference in the two games, they lose against Minnesota, win against the Warriors because the supporting cast, Dennis Schroeder, Troy Brown Jr., Austin Reeves, they play great defense as a team. And that came after Darvin Ham questioned the urgency. And they won't forget I thought Darwin went strong on Friday. He called out their energy and their effort, and he said, we have more than enough to win, even without LeBron James and D'Angelo Russell, who remains out with that ankle injury because of Anthony Davis and that supporting cast. It was certainly impressive to watch AD this weekend. Ramona, thank you so very much. All right, the Lakers, we know they are fighting, right? But take a look behind you. Take a look at what else happened. The Suns and the Mavs, they're jockeying for playoff positioning. The stars, they were out in Dallas. Luka, Kyrie, KD, Devin Booker, they combined for 137 points. Kevin Durant hit a tough go-ahead jumper with 12 seconds to play. And then Luka. Oh, Luka. He missed a game-tying lay and attempt at the rim in the closing seconds. And then after the final play, Doncic and Booker, they had to be separated here. You can watch it. They get in each other's faces, talking a little bit, but smiling. As Shanae would say, hold me back, bro. Take a listen to the two on that sequence after the game. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to the ref. He said something to me the first. I responded. You know, you guys say you don't want everybody to be friendly, friendly. There you go. We got, you know, we got, we got some smoke. You know, I have no problem with Luca um, on or off the court, but you know, when we're competing, we're competing. It's fine. It's just competitive game, man. It's, it's all good. 
just next time don't wait till it's three seconds left to talk. All right, so Vince Carter is back with us now. Vince, we are three games into the Kevin Durant era in Phoenix. Three games and three wins. So, I mean, should we just call it now? Are they the team to beat in the West? I tell you what, they're playing like it. Kevin Durant being Kevin Durant. When Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant, great things happen for the team he's playing on. And you can see, yes, he and Kyrie didn't talk. Well, you know why? Because he's excited about that other guy that's on his team right now because he just wants to play basketball just like Kevin Durant. And one thing that KD does and brings to a team is driving lanes and open jump shots. And Devin Booker, that's why you see him smiling all the time. Yeah, he gets in a scuffle with Luka. That's why he's smiling. He's like, bro, I'm getting open jump shots. I'm getting driving lanes against single coverage that I don't, I don't see often because of Kevin Durant. Because when you have Kevin Durant and another superstar on that team, you still have to go double Kevin Durant. Mm -hmm. And he makes the right play because he's an un selfish superstar and there's the numbers right there to tell it. Yeah it, it was a lot of fun to watch. Janae and I were out here delaying meetings so we can see the end of that game. Vince Carter thank you so much. <laughs> right. Still to come on NBA Today. We've heard Kendrick Perkins say it a couple times. He says it all superstars right? Sometimes you can't help it. You just pad your stats. Yesterday Giannis he gave us a prime example. Kendrick Perkins on that amusing incident. That's the must hear stuff coming up next. point games across the NBA on Sunday two more than any other day in wow. NBA history right and plenty of players they stuffed the stat sheet but there, there was <laughs> one line that stood out more than the rest <laughs> another rebound there to Giannis he's gonna finish one rebound shy of a triple double and that'll do it oh he got it does that count <laughs> it's got it right I know I was I was thinking about uh, scoring the ball, but I feel like uh, you know in those situations it's it's best to kind of keep the ball. But yeah, I just try to play the game smart and kind of kind of stole one. <laughs> I love a little wink at the end. <laughs> Here's the deal, though. Our very own Zach Lowe did some investigative reporting, and he has an update. The league has rescinded Giannis Antetokounmpo's 10th rebound last night, he reports, and thus his triple-double. That's what sources are telling our Zach Lowe. The league rules say that for a field goal attempt to count as official, the player, they actually have to shoot with the intent to score the field goal. And I think that wink says that he didn't necessarily, he, he knew what he was doing. So let's bring Kendrick Perkins back into the fold, today because you, Perk, have made your thoughts on stat padding very, very clear. But this particular case, yeah. how, how, what say you? Well, well, so here's the thing, right? What? The league is hating, okay? They're hating on Yannis Antetokounmpo. Again, over the last, you know, like five or six days, I've been called everything under the sun, right? Oh, Perk just say anything. No, I just say real things, and I don't give a damn. So here's the point. I said that at some point in every player's career, 
they have taken part for us patting their stats. And Giannis was a prime example of that happening yesterday. And you know what's crazy is that his teammates were on the sideline on the bench actually encouraging him to do it. And guess what? That's okay because when you're able to reach milestones or get a double-double or triple-double, your teammates should help you. So I just uh, sit, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to accept all apologies that anybody want to dish my way because I said this last week that people pat their stats in the league and it's okay. But let's not act like it's not a real thing. It is. Okay, you got to put context to your whole stat padding type of thing because that pertains to one player and the lens that we viewed an award, not things in general. But I will say this. Yep, let Giannis live. Like he's only It made had, me laugh. He's <laughs> only had three triple doubles. He saw an opportunity to get his fourth. And thanks to producer Schwartz for getting me that number really quick. But I wonder, because he shot the ball under the basket, like on the barrier, you know, if he hit the glass, would they have given it to him? Maybe. Because more, I feel like more intentionally shooting. It That's could have been out of no. bounds. If yeah. he hit the glass, he, hey, next time you all I the know, glass at least. All I know is rim. from the act to the wink, I was <laughs> chuckling. So I, I thank you for giving me a laugh on a Sunday. We have another great NBA Saturday primetime right. matchup this week. Giannis and the Bucks in San Francisco to take on Steph and the Warriors. The Warriors Ooh, are good at good home. Our coverage begins with NBA Countdown at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. NBA Today will be back in just 60 seconds. One, two, three. <laughs> NBA Today is presented by Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. All right, so it's a jam-packed weekend. We need to get a little top of the top presented by Jameson. We need to start with top game winners because Julius Randle, we've seen it once. We need to see it 18 more times. All the way over here, like what? With the left, it's not even a strong side. It's like the corner, the defense, right-handed could get in there. Instead, nailed it. The rare double bang from oh, Mike yeah. Green. It was earned what? on this one. But then Tyrese Halliburton said, hold my beer, or rather, hold my Jameson. Oh, hold my Jameson real quick. <laughs> uh, wow. Screen. Range is what they call that. Beautiful arc on that. Okay, Benergy, bench energy. I like that. Look at that. Ooh, got him. Turn. Or Ben Matherin energy. energy. I like that. All right, let's get to some top crossovers, and we are going to start with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Donovan Mitchell, go Donovan! Ooh. Oh, the Ooh. first snap between the legs. Ooh. I kind of like this. Donovan, why are you doing stuff? this to the people, I bro? Know. It's a little bit. It's a little Bruh, bit. Bro, violence. Why are you choosing violence? Sorry, man? Killian Hayes. It's going to be One of our faves. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Okay, baby. You're that. And then we got top blocks. We'll watch it. We'll watch that this season with the Sparks. Year. Uh, Rory Hachimura and Edward says no. I love it. Remember, what did he tell you? He's one of the top two-way players in the yep. NBA right there. He said defensive player of the year. It's going to be on his resume before it's all said and done. Oh, my goodness. Okay, a little ping pong, Shaden Sharp. Shaden Sharp. so many highlights this year. Uh, dunks and blocks. And then you have, bam, get that out of here. Out of bio. <laughs> yes, sir. That's some volleyball spike. Yeah. And then let's take a look at top dimes to finish us off here. Okay. Uh, our, our Perk's favorite player, Alperin Shangoon. Ah, <laughs> you're, you're messy. I know. <laughs> Shangoon and the Houston Rockets making a highlight. Wow, did this I win the lottery? This is just Thank you for so you. much. Shangoon is so much fun to watch. And to say. And then there's Markel. <laughs> Sorry, Perk. And then there's Ooh. Markel Fultz. Oh, a little behind the back. Whoa, Markel. The Orlando Magic, they're going to be fun. Oh, I, yes. I know. Like, they are going to be fun. Yes. That's going to do it for us here on NBA Today on a Monday. We will see you tomorrow. NFL Live is coming up next. 
Mina. Me and Christian. Laura. Thanks again for joining us. Marcus. Oh, Dan. Dan. Dan.